First, I just want to thank everybody who built this chapel on such short notice, especially Zach and Kevin. And it's wonderful to have a, a sacred space here in the middle of the woods, here in the forest, to really come before the Lord and express our love for Him and receive Him in the Eucharist. So thank you all for, for this space. So today is the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart, one of the great solemnities in the church's liturgical year. The Sacred Heart is not a simple devotion of sentiment. It is not even a special isolated dogma. It is the synthesis of all Catholic doctrine, of the whole Catholic moral law, summed up in the love of Jesus Christ for us and of our love for Jesus Christ. The synthesis of all Catholic teaching, the Sacred Heart of Jesus. How can this be? It seems that so often when we talk about Christianity, we talk about our actions, our behaviors, the things that we're supposed to do. And of course, there's a time and a place for that. But Christianity is much more than a simple moral code. If you remember just a couple of days ago, if you had the opportunity to go to Mass, the Gospel reading said, your righteousness must surpass that of the, of the scribes and the Pharisees. Your righteousness must surpass that of the scribes and the Pharisees. For what? In order for you to enter the kingdom of heaven. So that's a high bar that Jesus lays down for us. In order to go to heaven. So if you've heard anybody say, oh, everybody can go to heaven, it's really easy to go to heaven. Well, unfortunately, Jesus didn't say that. He actually set quite a high bar. Your righteousness must surpass that of the scribes and the Pharisees. And those were the ones that were seeking to follow the moral law more than anyone else. And they were succeeding in lots of ways. And now Jesus is saying that our righteousness has to surpass theirs. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean that we just have to try harder than they did and be even more moral, upright people than they were and just fix ourselves and just pick ourselves up by our bootstraps? That would, of course, negate the incarnation. The fact that God himself came down to earth and took on human nature and redeemed that human nature from, from within. So now that we have been born after that event and then we have been baptized into that reality, we now, we don't just live, we don't just partake in a fallen human nature. We partake in a fallen human nature that has been redeemed, redeemed by Christ himself from within. Now that same redeemed human nature wants to be applied to us. Christ himself wants to give his heart to each one of us so that we can receive his heart and then out of this heart live out our moral lives, live out our love for God and our love for neighbor. In that same gospel a couple of days ago, Jesus gave the example of anger. And many of us struggle with anger. I struggle with anger. What do we do about anger? Jesus says, it's not just enough to not do acts of violence, but just to be angry in our hearts or against our brothers is a problem, our brothers and sisters. Oftentimes when we feel angry, we don't know what to do about it, both because we don't know how to relate to the emotion of anger, and we don't know how to act accordingly. Well, St. Paul, St. Paul wrote, be angry. <laughs> be angry, he said, almost as a prescription. Be angry. 
What does that mean? To feel the emotion of anger. When we feel anger, that means that we're recognizing an injustice. We're recognizing that something is not going according to God's plans, to God's laws, to God's designs. And so we feel angry because we're participating in His redeemed human nature. And we know that something is off the rails. So we feel that emotion of anger. But then what does it say? St. Paul, he says, Be angry, but do not sin. So to try to avoid the emotion of anger and to act wrathfully are both errors in both sides of the spectrum. The virtuous path is in between these two things. To recognize our emotions, to feel them, and to do what? To relate them to the Lord, to give them to the Lord. We can do this in our own prayer, but most importantly, most especially, we can do them right here on this altar. We can bring our emotions of anger to the Lord on this altar. And the priest, when he stands up here and he says those words of consecration, he unites those offerings that we bring to the priest and unites them to the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. And in so doing, draws all of us up into the same mystery on this path to heaven. Now that's true for anger. The very next reading, which would have been today, we didn't hear it because of the solemnity, but the reading of today would have, would have dealt with lust. And Jesus said not only to not, to not commit adultery, but also to not even lust in your own heart. That's another way that Jesus wants to redeem us from within. He's not just interested in correcting our behaviors. That's what the Pharisees and the scribes did. Jesus wants to go into our hearts and to transform our hearts from within so that out of this place of security, we grow with the Lord and we produce good fruits. And being surrounded here by all these trees, these trees that have been here for hundreds of years or at least dozens of years, we see how tall they are, but do we know how deep their root systems are? They wouldn't be this tall and this strong if their root systems were in strong and healthy and mature. This is what Jesus wants to do with us. He wants to develop our root system in our hearts, in Him, so that we too can grow up like these trees and produce good fruits. That's true for anger. That's true for lust. That's true for every sin. We don't perfect ourselves. We don't force ourselves to produce good fruits. We come to the Lord and we give our hearts to Him. And in return, He gives us His sacred heart. And He does that here at this celebration of the Mass when we come to receive communion. And He can do that to us every moment of every day as we approach Him in prayer. In closing, I'll read this passage from St. Francis de Sales. He says, In the Church of Jesus Christ, everything belongs to love. Everything is founded on love, and everything is love. God, who has created man after his own image, wishes that in man, as in God, everything be regulated by love and for love. And this is why the solemnity of the Sacred Heart is the synthesis of all of Catholic doctrine, all of Catholic teaching, because it's a religion of love. And Jesus wants to live his love in us and through us.